What's up, GWB Nation? This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. I got Scott, I got Jake, I got Ethan. We're talking about all sorts of things. We're talking about traveling to Ireland. We're talking about selling houses. We're talking about college, different classes of, of school and science classes. It's hilarious. You're going to love it. It's a great episode. But before we get started, I got to remind everybody, if you would, please, Go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps the podcast out tremendously. I would be so thankful. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram at the Great Love Buffalo Podcast. We are getting a lot of followers. We have a lot of people DMing us questions, things to talk about. So please be active. We want to be active with our listeners. We want people to be active. I'll let everybody know we have a couple episodes being released in the future. we got Nathan and Kaylee did a couple episodes. We're going to have an episode with... Some of my co-workers, I got Katie and Alex and Jake coming back later on. I got a couple episodes with Cam and Esteban and Gracie. So we got a lot of really cool episodes coming up. So stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. And please, please spread the word of the Great White Buffalo. We want more people to join our herd. We love it. We love it when people listen. It just makes us feel good. We're doing this for just because we love podcasting. We love conversation. We love people feeling like they're involved in this community and part of our herd here at GWB. Thank you so much. Oh, Oh, quick, I gotta mention this. We have we have a contractor who's helping us make some some what do you call um, stickers. They're making graphics for our stickers, they're making graphics for our t-shirts. So we're actually having some merchandise coming out real soon. I'm so excited. Hopefully by August, mid-August, we'll have it ready for everybody so you can just support us, but also get our merch, get our name out there so people listen to the podcast because that's what we're all about here. So thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the Great White Buffalo, the Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Hello, GW Nation. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I got my boys, Jake Riggs. Hello. Okay, all right. And I got my boy, Ethan Cross. What's up, Ethan? Hey, how you doing? And I got Scott Sinkowitz. Hey, man. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back. And Ethan, this is this has been a while since you've been on the podcast. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> super enthusiasm there, y'all. <laughs> It, he's, he doesn't tell you he's been texting and calling us, asking us for the last two months. That's true. When, when we, we go podcast, podcast? When, when when we we go podcast, podcast again? Yep. You're going to hit me with a two energy there? I need yeah. you like at a 10. <laughs> no, maybe not a 10. Maybe like maybe, a, maybe yeah, yeah, it's a not, solid uh, seven. Yeah, 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 something. So we're going to try this again, folks. Ethan, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Ben. <laughs> that better? That's like that's like a five. I mean, that's <laughs> so forced. That's like a forced gum impression I've ever heard of one. Hey, Ben. Hey, How you doing, Ben? Oh man, this is podcast, not radio. Okay. What does that mean? I don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it? No. Uh, I was referencing the movie Radio. Oh, I thought you meant like. <laughs> An actual radio, like it was like it was like a double. It was like a double meaning. I thought you meant like the radio medium, the medium of radio. As a, this no, is a podcast, was, and it's he was not talking radio. about the Cuba Gooding Jr. movie where he played a special <laughs> needs guy. <laughs> oh, oh welcome to the podcast, y'all! Oh my god, <laughs> so a great start here. Uh, listen, what y'all been up to? Give me some. What's your? I know. I work with Jake, so I see Jake a lot. Yeah, but you don't really need. You, I, know, you know about my life. But the people want to know. The people want to know what is going on with Jake's life. Last time we talked, you talked about going to Ireland in the fall. That's right. Which is super exciting. Yeah, we're very we're very excited about that coming up. That's that's one of those things I feel like where there is the the anticipation might be better than the thing, but. In this situation, I don't feel like it's gonna be better. I think Island's gonna be amazing. I think it's but, uh, yeah. but, but you guys yeah, ever feel yeah, that way? Not. Like you you anticipate something so much and when it gets there, maybe you have over anticipated and then it kinda of falls it, flat. It doesn't live up to the height. What right. I, what I find myself doing the last is Jedi. like when I get <laughs> when I get into those moments, I keep reminding myself that I'm in that moment that I've been waiting for. And then I right. don't enjoy the actual moment. So it's like 
Um, uh, yeah, 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 like, uh, yeah. I feel you. It's like you've been looking forward to it. And now that you're there, you're like, now what do I have to look forward to? Well, and I'm, but I'm like, that's what I'm like. I'm like, I'm, I'm here. Like I'm doing it. Like I'm yeah. in. I'm in this. And so it's like a, almost like a out of. You're pulling yourself out of the thing just to see you. Yeah, there. yeah. I, that's happened to me a lot lately too. Um, because I I love um, entertainment. I love movies. I love TV shows. And that happened to me with Game of Thrones recently, with the final season of Game of Thrones. For you Game of Thrones fans out there, um, it just, I was anticipating Game of Thrones so much, the final season, and it did not live up to my expectation of it. And it really just, it kind of ruined the series for me because I, I, I went into it thinking this is going to be something that I'm going to watch a lot of. Right. I'll watch it over and over again because it's that good. And the final, it ruined it for me. Now, I, I've never watched any of Game of Thrones. Sure, but it isn't. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the the You're TV wrong. show is far further ahead than the books, right? Yes, so, yes. that's correct. So they, that, to me, at least, that makes sense. That like now they've taken like creative liberties with what was supposed to go on, but well, that's I a really good point, Ethan. I that's, think that's really that is maybe is. maybe the best point you've ever that made. Is a, that is a <laughs> solid point. I I'll think they just kind of got burnt out on the show and and just really kind of lazily me, put together a final season, and it just... Let it, me ask you this, Jake. Great. Yeah. They make Order of the Phoenix, Harry Potter, episode five. J.K. Rowling hasn't written episode or the book six, which is what? Half-Blood Prince? Yes. What if they said, well, we're not going to wait for J.K. Rowling to write it, and they just do their own movie? Do you think that movie is just as good before she writes it or not? No, it can't no, be. No, it, it can't, can't be. be. There's no way. And so I think Ethan has a solid point of like, dude, let the guy finish the series, and then you make the series. I, I think yeah. the issue was that he wasn't. He wasn't yeah, finishing. Yeah, yeah, he takes way too long. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, back to the, like, the traveling question, like being in the moment. Mm. One of my friends was telling me, he went to visit, uh, I want to say it was like Switzerland, you know, went to go skiing, whatever. And he was like, it was cool because I was visiting. And then I realized like, grass is grass, bathrooms are bathrooms, <laughs> pizza is pizza. And Ru- it's like, ruined it for yeah, himself. I was like, ah, so it's kind of like, I mean, the mountains were really cool, you know, like, oh, and then I realized like, what now? I'm like, okay, like, you know, I got to go sleep. Like, it's just kind of like, the world is the world, and like there's some really cool things to go see, like go see the world. Mm-hmm. But like once you see it, isn't like it's different. Like you know, you're still hungry at certain times. Like it was just kind of this magic was kind of broken. Of like enjoy what you're there to see, but realize it's not like the entire trip is magical because you know you're some other country. My thing from traveling is like you have this like you have these moments, it's kind of like meta that you go, okay, I'm like, I'm standing at this place that like, uh, okay, I'm in Switzerland, England, Mexico, wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like, I'm, I'm here. I've never been here before. And I've only ever read about it or seen it on TV or whatever. And it, it just kind of brings you out. And then like, as you're going through life, you're like, yeah, like things are pretty similar to where I live. Like, you know, there's a tree and you know, that's, of, you know that's a restaurant. Like yeah. I have the strangest feeling that Ireland is not going to look anything like what uh, what I expect here looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but you have a, you have an expectation of what Ireland's going to look like there. Yeah, I do. So you'll you'll have that expectation, and I think you'll have moments because when I've when I've been abroad, I always have these moments of like. <laughs> Been abroad like been a girl. Uh, <laughs> so bad's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah, that means you're not cultured. Yeah. <laughs> Uncultural swine. <laughs> just wait. He will be though. He will. He will be. He'll yeah. come After back. November. And, wait, when he come back, can you just talk nothing but Ireland stuff, like Celtic. just obnoxiously, like almost like we went to Africa Gale. or something? <laughs> just like you know, just I was about to say that. I didn't want to call out anybody. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you but constantly talk about Ireland. Yeah. You need to learn about Gaelic. Uh, like learn Gaelic. Just What'd you call me? <laughs> it's, it's a language. I know. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, Jake digresses. <laughs> um, you know, you have these you have these moments that like, you know, when you're traveling and um, you have this idea of what it's going to be like and so mm-hmm. you just get to put your eyes on it and that's a little bit different than putting like, you know, your eyes on it through another medium. Yeah, I think that that kind of dilutes it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Watching it through a screen, I, I'm I'm extremely excited. Yeah, about that's going. Oh, yeah, awesome. you should be extremely excited. Two things I want you to do in your island, for sure, me, please. 
one drinking American beer and be like, ha ha. <laughs> you guys just, got Budweiser? <laughs> just in what's, on, what's your on your imports list? <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just see what they, what they say. We got this uh, natural light, <laughs> and uh, we got uh, key, Keystone. I'm down. That if they have that, get it and take a picture, please. Absolutely. Please. And the second thing you got it would be find a four leaf clover if you can, because that's like legit magic. The ones here yeah. are like fake American magic, but like Irish ones, I'm sure like legit. Oh, then like if I pull it out of the ground, a leprechaun might yeah, come like, out on the other end of it. Maybe yeah. like okay. like he's like whoo like comes out of the ground like all right. <laughs> <laughs> lucky charms, man. <laughs> yeah, because that's what leprechauns are. Is lucky charms. Yeah, right. Exactly right. Everybody knows. Yeah, they I'll uh, I'll see if I can find some cool stuff to bring you guys. Some that'd be awesome. Little little something or another. We'll do unboxing videos. Oh, on that's YouTube. a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> unboxing on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, look at that! Can you believe it? It looks awesome. It's a gold <laughs> bar. <laughs> Wink, wink. What if you just, what if you just like brought back like a, a magnet from the airport, <laughs> from the Atlanta airport? <laughs> welcome to, our, our, welcome welcome to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> I got you guys this while I was on my trip. Thanks, Jake. Cool. <laughs> Since, I know it's sincere. <laughs> hey, listen, that no, that no, that duty free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Here's a carton of cigarettes and a bottle of Jack. <laughs> Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, all right, so that's what Jake's been up to, Scott, dude. Come on. I, I don't want to announce your big news, but it's kind of big news. It's a yeah, big transition we, in your life. Yeah. Um, we are selling our house, um, and which is... And buying an RV and traveling across the well, country. Well, see, that's Dude, the thing. Dude, that would be crazy. So as much as I would want to do that, um, it's kind of hard to do that with a child that's school-aged, but... Um, or, or, yeah, we, or carry in. Which one would be the harder one to do? I feel like Jack would be a little more adventurous. I don't carry know. He's like, not. Carrie Ann's pretty. She's up for it. Jack's oh, like a really? homebody. He's like, I don't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Do, yeah. It's weird. You, Is he still don't want to play soccer? Yeah, no, he doesn't. He <laughs> no, no I don't know if he's listening. Jack, we love you, man. Shout out to he Jack. He has no interest in soccer anymore. He's, he likes golf. so That's, good. <gasps> that's cool. Yeah. Dude, because you like golf, too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so we we're put our house up for sale. Um, we're selling our house, and we have no clue where we're we don't have another place to live. Well, you, you're under contract. We're under contract. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have a we don't you don't have, have a home to move to. No. And and all right, if y'all want to be roomies, we'll take <laughs> we'll take the podcast studio. You guys, down. if anybody out there is selling their house and you got a you want to DM us, you know, Scott might take a look. I'm super picky. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's kind of it's it's kind of like one of those like leap of faith kind of things because we're selling our house and we don't know where we're gonna go and we're waiting on a house to pop up that we think we want to buy and we're looking and. Um, we're, it's funny cause we're about to go on vacation for like, like five days. And so we're not going to be house hunting for five days. Um, which when you go, well, that's, you know, five days, but I mean, when you go, you're at the end of August, you have to be out of your house. <laughs> that's yeah. a kind of a, yeah. you know, so, um, it's, it's a good place to be and it's kind of like a faith kind of thing, like stepping out. And so we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. But um, yeah, it's exciting. So one of my mentors, shout out to Billy Leeson, love Billy. He's a real estate agent, and before he was a real estate agent, he was a he was a counselor. Like he has a master's and he was a counselor and counsel people. And then he went into the real estate business, and he talks about how in every field and every job you do, it could be a ministry, it could be discipling or sharing the gospel in some type of field of where it may be. And he talks about how home like buying and sh- and selling. Is super scary, like and that's your home and like you're selling and like even if it's everything is kind of smooth, like you sold it in five days and you just gotta find something. It's just the thought of up and moving is can be just the unsureness. And he tries to do it from a ministry of like I'm not gonna try to cheat you. I'm not gonna try to to, to let me mentor you. Let me tell you it's gonna be all right. You know, works with it. I think that's really cool that he he's where he's planted. He tries to do a ministry even within the real estate world, which people always say like real estate and car salesmen are just trying to sell, sell, sell. Right. But I thought that was kind of cool. So I hope at some point through this we're praying, Yeah, we're praying that works out, that yeah, you mean, guys find something before you have to be out. More than likely we'll end up being homeless, but that's all right. We have, yeah, well, we have, we have a place to land. So that's not like, a, yeah. it's not like we're going to be living out of our car. So we do, we do, no, not ah, that, would, oh, that would dang be cool. That would be cool. I did idea. mention, I told Carrie and I was like, you know, if there's ever like a position where like we can live on camp, that would be great. But, That'd be so cool. But, um, I can visit you. Yeah. Waterfall. So, 
but yeah, so we're, we do have a place to land. And so we're going to, um, we're just, you know, going through that <laughs> process and it's scary and exciting and good. So. Yeah. All right, Ethan, you've been working all summer. Yeah. You're about to start your second year of college. What's yeah. going through your mind, dude? Your What's second, you your second freshman year. Your second. <laughs> dude, you took, you took 30 hours, got at least 10. Come on, son. Let's go. Uh, I'm ready to get to get back to school. I really am. Okay. I, I've, I never thought I'd be excited for school to start back up again, but What's I you, am. Do you know your classes yet? Have you registered? Yeah, I've registered What you got? In, Hit us up. Uh, I don't remember the schedule off the top of my head, but I know I'm taking – like accounting, uh, mac, uh, macroeconomics, Done. Um, <laughs> uh, environment of business. Crushed it. <laughs> I didn't even get that out. Uh, uh, the universe of energy, which is a science class I have to take. The, wait, wait, wait. Wait, the universe. The, universe? the universe. Is that a Disney ride? <laughs> wait, it used to be. Yeah, it used universe. To be. It's of a energy. great, big, beautiful, two mile. Oh, wait, that's the wrong ride. That's Welcome to the universe of energy. <laughs> With Ellen like generous. Masters of the universe, but it's masters of energy. It's like a masters of the universe. It's like a. It's like a. Man. It's like a base level high school. Physical science class. I'm pretty sure it's a college class, but Wait, physical. But I'm saying like <laughs> physical <laughs> science. Yeah, but it's the universe of it, energy. Why don't they just call it physical it's, science? It's just talking about like like kinetic energy, yeah. potential energy. I feel like they're making up. Energy drink. I feel like they're just like <laughs> renaming the monster energy drink. I feel like Red they're Bull. just renaming high uh, college classes to make them sound more uh, appealing, scholarly. Well, yeah, that's the scholarly. thing. Like within the science world, even with social studies, it's you can get so detailed with one particular type of science or one particular type of social studies historical event and just stretch it out. Like you know, within physical science, which is a broad topic, there's a whole thing about kinetic energy. And so this course is eleven oh one kinetic energy, and for the whole semester, we're talking about different types of kinetic. And it's like. Really? Like, just yeah. give me the cliff notes of kinetic energy. Let's go to the next well, science the, term. The, why, why, why are we stretching this out? Why science, is there a universe of it? Right. The science I want to take was astronomy because um, uh, Valdosta State has a, an observatory. That's like zodiac signs, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you Aries? <laughs> Wait. That's mythology. That, that, I'm that's, sorry. That's astrology. I'm talking about astronomy. No, no. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, the same they have, thing. They have an observatory. So Observatory? Was, is that what a Z? Observatory <laughs> for the Z and the B. Listen, I know I can barely speak English. Barely speak English. No, <laughs> nevertheless, I was wanting to take that, but right. the the class was the actual class was at five o'clock. Oh yeah. And the lab where you go up to the observatory two a.m. Something like that. At like nine. Well, oh, you know, nine, you know why. Nine. Because you see the stars at night. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. But, You're telling me. That you have to go at nighttime in order to see the stars? <laughs> Listen, man. I thought the I'm, stars were always there. I don't have a degree in science. But That's what true. I do know <laughs> yeah, yeah. is that at night, you can see the stars. <laughs> much more, but, 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 but let much me ask more you this, visible Kyle. than during the day. Let me ask you this. You're telling me, with, with, with your knowledge of science, limited vast, knowledge. Vast, vast Vast knowledge. Universe of energy, if you will. Mas, masters of none. You can only see stars at night. Yes. Well, you, yeah. Except the star, <laughs> the which yeah. is the sun. Yeah. I, I just want to clarify. I never said you can't, and I understand the reasoning behind it. I just am not about to go to a class at nine o'clock. At right. Night. To Ethan's point, it's nine o'clock somewhere, and so therefore there's stars somewhere. So why can't I I'm not. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I I'm not that dumb. Okay. <laughs> not by saying you are. I took I took the same class, and we had to go out to. We had to drive like. 20 minutes to go find our observatory and we had to like look at the stars and do this laser point activity. It was cool. I liked it. Uh, there's a lot of family. <laughs> well, you there. just talked about it just then. It seemed like you liked it. Well, I mean, it was all right. I fell asleep a couple times. And here's the thing though when you take the classes in a dark room and it's oh, that they, they have it designed at North Georgia for it's open to the public too, you know, like at it's night. Like a planetarium or something. It's a planetarium. And so the seats are super comfortable. Yep. And they lean a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you're telling me it's at 8 a.m., they lean back, it's a dark room, and he, the teacher would be like, the stars are <laughs> in such a way that they make a constellation. I'm like, oh, okay, Dr. Start Jones. heavy breathing. <laughs> it was like, ugh. Like, like, like he wanted to. 
And he'd be like, all right, now y'all wake up. We're about to get to the next chapter. Well, now, speaking, like, speaking of boring classes. Of an audio book? Because that's what it sounds like you're reading. That's exactly right. It's like an ASMR video on, on YouTube. I will say, though, I went to him, um, and I had like an 87 in the class. But I needed like a 90 in order to get into like the education program or something like that. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, man, I need an A in this class. What can you do? And he goes, I can just give you an A. And I was like, really? And he did. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. That, That's yeah. how that works? Yeah. Man, well, I did college completely <laughs> wrong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I should have just been asking for my well, grades. Well, it was awkward, but I asked him, and he did it. So That's I was like, great. thanks, Dr. Jones. Wow. <laughs> Dude. No, uh, going back to just, like, being really boring classes, uh, back during the spring, uh, my first class of the day, which was at 9 o'clock, was a geology class, which nothing's... Dude. That's sick. Geology rocks. Dude. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. No, it literally absolutely. rocks. It's about yeah. rocks. Exactly. So you know what's interesting about rocks? Nothing. Actually, actually, yeah. There's a wealth of knowledge. It, it, it tells you about the world we live in and, and how old things are. What it's and, made of. What, did you talk about the three different types of rocks? Uh, Yeah. I can't remember them off the top of my head because... Sedimentary. Uh, sedimentary. Uh, metamorphic. Boom. And there's one more. That's the last one. Cumulonimbus. Tell me I'm wrong. This is the best answer I've ever heard. Tell me I'm wrong. You're the master of energy. I know. I, know I have a vast wealth of knowledge <laughs> in science. A cumulonimbus is part of the uh, water cycle, though. <laughs> it's a rock, idiot. <laughs> no, but I hardly ever went to this geology class. And so and that's why you can't remember all three types <laughs> of rocks. Exactly. And but like uh, my buddy Robbie, my, my buddy Robbie is like, hey, Thanks, you going? Ethan. <laughs> he's like, hey, you going to a uh, class today? I'm like, no, nah, you want to go to Palms? And he's like, all right. So me and him always skip class to go to Palms. And Palms is a dining hall. Yeah, Palms is the dining hall. And uh, at nine, at nine in the morning. Yeah, nine in the morning. Do you eat breakfast? Yeah. And then I gotcha. Before that, in the fall. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had an 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. with no attendance policy. So you never went? I went twice. I went for syllabus what? day. What did you make in the class? 70. Well, there you go. Just Dang. barely making it. Yeah. Hey, C's get degrees. Yeah. 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 What, do you call a, what do you call a doctor with a C average? A doctor. A doctor. <laughs> That's right. That's why I tell my mom. My mom's not. Yeah, I can't, I can't condone any of your behavior at all. <laughs> Damn. Well, this <laughs> summer you're telling me you ne- you're telling me you never skipped class. Uh, that's not what he said. That's not what I said. I'm just saying you step your game. I bet. Up. I bet Jake never went to a class just twice. That's exactly right. I never went to a class just twice. I have skipped class, but I've never I've never missed a majority of the class. I always felt like I'm not one of those students who is like a goody goody mm-hmm. tissue, but I always felt like I was. It was more detrimental for me to miss a class than to skip one because I'd be like. I lost something, or I don't know where we're at, or I'd be confused, and so I would. Ne- I'd never. I would miss a class every once in a while if it was like an emergency or something. But for the most part, I never <laughs> skipped a class whatsoever. Like that was, wasn't my thing. So <laughs> Scott just made a noose with his <laughs> headphone cord on and accident. It, completely on accident. <laughs> no, was it? Oh, yeah. I, was, I was kind of impressed. Oh, with yeah, it. I, was I was like, just, I was just playing with it. Incidentally, his headphones don't work anymore. Did you know in the state of Georgia, it's illegal to make a noose with 13 loops in it, but if it's less than 13, then you're okay? Boom, Georgia facts. It's also illegal to carry an ice cream cone in the back pocket on Sunday. In Georgia? Yeah. Guilty. Uh, somebody fa- somebody fact-checked that real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's some weird, weird laws. I think it's like a city ordinance somewhere. It's, it's like in the city of LA or something. There's also one of like you can't like tie there's, your giraffe to. A that's in California, hole. I think, or something like that. There's all the kinds weird of weird laws. laws. Yeah, the weird laws. Well, this summer, for me, and this could be all this little update. It's been crazy. It's been doing. I did summer school for the first time in my life, undergrad and in high school, middle school. I never did summer school. Well, summer school when you're in middle school and high school was not means something you, you means something different. Yeah, well, you wouldn't opt into that. Well, not necessarily because we just found out some of our high school kids are taking health class during the summer, so they don't have to take it during the fall. By health class, do you mean they're wearing Fitbits? <laughs> no, no, no. Like they're getting like high school credit, so they can just like do it and be done with it. Because because oh, okay. in the state, Georgia, you had to have like one health. They credit. didn't offer that yeah. when I was in high school. You have to have yeah, a, that, that's true. You have to have a health yeah. and a PE. And so what they do in high school is they split them up 
semester classes. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. Um, but anyways, so I never took that. But so you I, took it to advance your master's classes. Yeah, so I, I did my master's class in the summer, which was which was chaotic because, you know, you have to – assignments are due certain times. So we went on a high school mission trip, middle school camp, you know, just crazy schedule. This summer's and been – Uncharacteristically crazy for yeah. me as far as scheduling, and stuff. so doing school on top of that is yeah, kind of kind of wild. But I'm almost done. I'm starting my last semester in August. I graduate in December, so I'm pretty pumped about that. So awesome, kinda, yeah. good for you, just buddy. Just do that and just and just just working day by day on that daily grind. So see, for for me personally, I'm ready to get back to school just because like. So you can go to the Palms at nine in the morning and no, skip class. Actually, I don't. I have hardly any meal swipes, but that's neither here nor That's because you used them all in the first two weeks. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's because he didn't deny it. <laughs> it's just, he didn't deny it. It's because I've noticed that summers after you're done with high school and stuff are different. Because I'll send a text mm-hmm. message to someone like a friend of mine, and be like, "Hey, like let's go grab lunch or whatever." Like, "Oh, I'm busy." So yeah. this summer has been either people. Just like completely ignoring me, or people being like, "I'm busy," and I'm like, "I'm ready to go back." That's true. Right. Like you, when when you leave for college and you come back, it is not the same. So, um, the uh, the way that you, you it's that it's that whole season of life thing. So it's like the um, there's more people are into different things and they're moving on to different things. And so you kind of have to find this kind of, you have to realize that like that part of your life is over. right. And, and I mean, I get that. It's just, uh, it, it's, you know, I, I, we talked about this in another episode for me. It's just a change. It's just different. Yeah. It's yeah. different. And it's, I mean, it's a different season and you're, you know, you're, uh, you you know, it's, it's just different. Yeah. And, I mean, the only, the only permanent thing in this world is change. Right. And right. You know, it, that's just also one of the downfalls of going to school five hours away is that that's where your friends are, are long ways away. Well, <laughs> yeah. here, here's a cool thing that I, I had a really tight group of high school buddies. Uh, I'll go ahead and shout them out because I know they all listen. Trey, Thomas, Will, love them. And Jordan. It was like the four horsemen. Well, five, including uh, me. And so the five of us were just like really tight. We're, we're bros. But when I went to college, they were, all five of us went to five different colleges. And so I was kind of forced to make friends. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, through Wesley, through RA, through working at the youth group in Dahlonega, I just made, like, all these different pockets of community. And then, like, on Christmas holidays, they would come home for the holidays, and we'd all hang out. And it was like, what you been doing this semester? But it was weird. It was like I felt, I don't know, like I cheated on them, but I had really good college friends yeah. who knew me through that development and and I love Abe and Winston and all those people and Nathan and Chris and all them, but there's something about people who knew me pre-college, like Trey, Will, that's like that's also really special. So you'll find out, you know, in a couple of years when you're done with college, hopefully in a couple of years, and you'll find out that like those high school buddies are still really close, and you're just having a crazy couple of years of them just trying different things. Right. But you'll also have your college buddies who are also really tight. If they ever meet each other, that can be kind of awkward too. I've had that where I had a Christmas party where like two pockets of friends came, and I was yeah. that's always nervous. weird to mix. I was super nervous because I was like, I want to invite all my friends, but they, they don't know each other. But they turned out they were pretty like low key, like man, yeah. whatever. Like we're, people are social; they'll talk to people. I was yeah. like, oh, I'll offer the other end of the spectrum for you, and this is not to discourage you at all. I I don't I don't know or keep up with anybody from high school anymore yeah. except for one person. And my wife has stolen her as my friend Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor, a friend of mine that my wife hangs out with on the weekly. Taylor the girl. Taylor the girl. Yeah. <laughs> and your wife been that, going to hang yeah, out with yeah. some random dude named Taylor. That's right. No, <laughs> she's a female. But anyway, I so I don't I haven't I don't know anybody from my school anymore. Yeah, that's, I mean that was similar to to mine because <clears throat> my parents. So when I graduated high school that summer, my parents moved to. So we lived in West Georgia, Douglasville. Mm-hmm. They moved up to Brazelton, which is like north. Hey, Mayfield Dairy, come on. Yeah. Um, and so when I would come back home from school, I didn't really go home. I went to my parents' Brazelton. house. Right, which I knew nobody. And so I didn't really have a connection anymore. So I really lost connection with a lot of my high school friends, which was probably going to happen anyways because we all like – I went to school in North Georgia. One of my friends went to Georgia Tech. Another of mine was – 
a year younger than us, so he's still in high school in Douglasville. And the other one went to um, went to the Art Institute. So we were like, all over the place doing all kinds of different stuff. And so for me, it was like I didn't have that home base to come back to, um, which probably was a good thing for me. I mean, not that my friends were bad, but it was a good thing because I probably would have tried to stick to that old high school kind of, um, I guess, rhythm. You know, Right. Well, and uh, I made some great friends in college. Scott and I have known each other since college. We right. went to college together, and um, we're still friends. And a lot of for now, for, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait till later, as Scott and Jake go it's head teetering. to head. It's teetering. Uh, but there was a bunch of guys that we are still pro- pretty connected to that we went to school with. So mm-hmm. you'll you'll make some good bros in yeah. college, and and you guys will. And you, I mean, yeah, it's I mean, just it's the whole seasons thing, and you'll you'll make friends out of college. And yeah, and when you, you know. when you get married, you'll start making married friends. And when you yeah. have kids, you'll start making friends with other people. Well, and then kids. your kid, and then your kids' friends will become. Their parents will become your friends, and it'll. And know. sometimes that'll be good, and sometimes it won't be no. that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and that's what I'm thankful for, though, is that uh, you know, since going on to Valdosta, I've met a good group of guys. Uh, shout out to Mozo, Robbie, and Alex. Uh, Mozo. Yeah, his, Matt, Matthew Mozo. What a name! Man, what an awesome Mozo? last name, Mozo. Yeah, his name's that's Mozo. like that's like the yeah. perfect. He he lives in A Dale, Georgia. A Dale. I mean, but, I did, but he's from New Jersey. I did so. the same thing when I started working here at coming in, in coming instead of Delonica was fresh new plate, like right. new youth kids to meet, new parents to meet, new coworkers, new church identity. And it's like, you're either going to drown or you're going to swim. So start meeting people. And then you realize people generally have a craving for community of some sort. And so if you're just open to, hey, who are you? What's your story? Here's me. Here's my story. And then connect with people. I think that's pretty powerful, no yep. matter where you're at. When I went off to college last fall, I thought I was social. Like, you know, I thought, you know, I'll, I won't have trouble making friends or anything like that. But I was in for a rude awakening when I went because I was surprisingly shy to, to meet new people. Because I was, because I mean, at least when I was meeting new people back here, back home, I was kind of in my element because I knew, like, you know, I'd been here before. But. Uh, it's kind of like your house. You're yeah, more comfortable in your house. Yeah, whereas you know Absolutely. now I'm like two hundred something miles away, and I don't know any of these people. Yeah. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So let me talk about this. I was listening to this the other day. And it was kind of powerful, and I wanted to get y'all's take on it. It was semi-serious, and I, I liked it a lot. It was this guy who was talking about. Scripture, you're talking about Exodus. I think I mentioned this to Jake the other day at work. But it talks about how you can go into bitterness. And it's talking about Exodus. It's talking about the water. And it's this bitter water. And how we can choose in our life to drink the bitter water. Or we can choose to drink the sweet water. And one of the things that I was thinking about. Yeah, sweet water. Come on, brother. Uh, the sweetness of life. Sweetness of Jesus. Sweetness of, of just being good. But the thing that I was thinking about is bitterness, anger, resentment, gossip, whatever it may be. Bitterness is addictive. It's something that we like. Like We say we don't like it. We say we don't want to be part of it. But then you think of reality TV shows and what they're based off of is bickering, it's conflict. People thrive off having negative conflict and bitterness. And it was just, I don't know, just kind of hit hard of like, how we talk about people, how we talk about, even with our friends, how we talk about other people. And it's like, man, I mean, we we like bitterness. And I don't know, it, just, it was just kind of one of those thoughts of like, how do we choose to be sweeter in our content of what we say, how we act, how we think? Because if we can change the way our thinking process, we can change our hearts. And I don't know, it's just, I don't know, I thought that was kind of an interesting concept. And I'd never heard it, you know, obviously do good, not do bad. But just the idea of the word bitter, I've never really heard that in that context because bitter a lot of times is more, I'm not angry with this person or I'm frustrated, but bitter just seems like it's just like it's nagging. It's just kind of there. What do y'all, I don't know, what are your initial thoughts? What do y'all think about it? I think think the reason why so many people are bitter or as you as you say, it's just because it's easier on, on people. Because uh, it kind of goes to like that whole idea of of like like loving someone's hard. Like you know, love is a is like a hard concept to understand. 
whereas hate and being bitter and stuff like that is just kind of easier, I guess. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I was thinking it's it's about the things that we uh, allow into our lives. Um, a big thing is is in entertainment is like reality television, and a lot of that. What makes it watchable is the drama behind it and people getting in some sort of conflict, and and most of that is just is just straight bitterness. You're you're creating you know gossip creates drama and arguments create drama, and um, when you're when you're feeding that into your life, um, that's that's you reap what you sow. It just kind of starts coming out in, of you in different ways. And um, so I think if we're going to try to um, move away from that bitter stuff, um, then you really need to try to be mindful of the things that you're allowing in, um, be it music, uh, movies, TV shows, right, right. the people you're around. What are you allowing in? Um, and who are, you, who are you being intentional about being around? And I, think, I think the root of bitter, bitterness is failure. It's like a failure of communication or of a relationship, or you know, of something you've done. Maybe not you've done, but somebody else has done. It's just this failure of whatever it is, and I think that's a human default. Like we are failing. Like books, bookstores are full of self help books. They're not full. There, a, a book about how to fail would sell no books. Because it's easy to fail, you know. It's it's yeah. it's part of our defaults. Who we are mm-hmm. as people is our character. We're flaw. imperfect. We're imperfect. Born, we're born so into it. I think part of that bitterness comes from just a um, a love for uh, that kind of imperfection and call it sin, call it imperfection, whatever. We we love it, and so we kind of wallow in it. Would you say we're comfortable with comfortable? Bitterness? Yeah, it's it's familiar. It's comfortable now. With that idea of comfortable with bitterness, I think of myself of uh, this, and this was something that gets me frustrated sometimes when I hear this is like, what we all said I feel like is very accurate, you know the way we think about it, that, that, but then we, we I don't know I'm not saying for you in particular but people in general is we hear this concept with a book or the scripture or a sermon or read something we're like oh man that's that's so enlightening, you know to be thinking about it, but then we're not intentional. But actually doing it, like I still choose bitterness. And I was thinking to my own self, was like when I was hearing that that message, I was like, man, like you know, that's that's a good point. And then like the next day, I was like, oh my god, I'm being bitter. Oh my gosh, like I I, I was I was self cognitive of the of my decision. I was like, I am being bitter. Stop being like you know. I had to be, but so do y'all catch yourselves of like, man, I'm being bitter. And then what do you, what do you try to do to? combat it how do you put the positivity how do you try to be sweet are you trying to are you trying to insert more sweetness in the world or just the bitterness because we're comfortable with it i think the intentionality part is huge because if you think about um if you think about am i being bitter like am i am i being a better person than i was yesterday um those things will come to light it's like if you're driving down the road and you go start thinking about red cars you'll see red cars everywhere right like you'll just see them everywhere. It's like I remember when I was shopping for a car, and like the one that I kind of was like leaning toward, I saw it on the road all the time. I was like, oh, I've never seen people drive these. And then like all of a sudden, bam, you see like one after another after another and after another because you're looking for it. And so if you're intentional, you can look for it, and then you can you can kind of capture those moments and capture those feelings and and thoughts and um, kind of help that helps you to see how a how often you're doing it. And then right. be help you cope and get through those. So, yeah, definitely. I th- I think uh, being bitter, like in a situation, I think it's best to not dwell on that situation because the more that you think about it, you're going to just become even more bitter, or you're going to be, you know, bitter for a longer period of time. It's it's better to just kind of forget it and move past it as far as you can. And and do you find that easy though? It, it's definitely not no, easy. Yeah. That's it, super difficult. The Falcons lost the Super Bowl. Uh, three years ago, uh, I was talking about ninety nine. That's uh, twenty <laughs> yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, don't remind me about a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that one's really hard to let go of. Um, yeah, I, I I I was thinking of the same thing Scott was was thinking of is is just trying to be intentional about how you think about it, and um, because if you're like like how you said if you're looking if you're looking for it 
and you're you're trying to understand that you're looking for it in yourself that you're being bitter so you can try to change it. Um, I think there are times where people look look for things to complain about and look for things to be bitter about, and then that's then then they can see it everywhere. They can always find something to complain about, and that's just a natural thing that we do. Yeah, and I think you do. You have to want to not be. Because it's, I mean, because yeah. there's people that they're bitter because they want to be, and that's the that's the honest truth. Yeah. They may not think that themselves, and they might not vocalize that, but some people are miserable because they want to be miserable. Yeah, and you can always kind of tell too, yeah. just just how they interact with people around them. I I, I notice it a lot in in you know, maybe a grocery store or a restaurant. Just some people just seem really unapproachable, and it it stands out to me. I don't know if it does to everybody, but. Um, if if you can do your best to um, tr- try to put as much sweetness into the world as possible, um, you have no idea how you're going to be able to impact somebody else's life just by doing that. Um, you know, because you could do one of two things: you could be bitter, and you can make somebody's day even worse, or you can make somebody who's having a bad day. You can you can make them be having a better day because you are just having more positive attitude and. Being a sweeter, as you said, um, you're gonna attract more flies with honey. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of honey, side note: one of our friends named Reed, shout out to Reed, got honey. His bees, his bee farm. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, it 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 worked. He was talking about yesterday. This is a completely side subject. Is he has three bee farms, and he was saying this bumblebee was like. It was a, a male bumblebee. Was like, like this is if you don't read this is like I find this fascinating yes. when he talks about it. He's all about his bees, and his first beehives died, and it was like tragic. Like we mourned the loss of his there, bees. It was like a I think he said his neighbors used pesticides or yeah, something, and, and like it, it, it affected it his yeah, it, it affected his hives. Um, but he was saying this bumblebee was like, and the way he just described it was like. Was like kind of strutting in, like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" <laughs> Bumblebee his, shaking his big rear yeah, end in everybody's face. And he said the other uh, honeybees were like, "Nah, uh not in my house." And they attacked them. And he said, "I was just watching the bees." And like he's like, as it was like an action movie, kung fu fight, and the bumblebee was taking on like three or four honeybees and like took a couple out. And then finally, the honeybees took him out and like they kicked him out. And he like boom fell out and like died, like you know, fell out of the nest. And he was able to cold get honey. Cold-blooded. I would cold love blooded. to see that video yes. somewhere. Oh, my gosh. So, but he's got honey, and he said he may bring it to the youth, but he said they didn't get, like, a huge amount. Right. Like he got I, think, I think in order to get, like, a lot, you have to have a significant amount of beehives. Right. Yeah, I think he's – what did he say? His first colony was, like, 35,000 or something like that. Right, which I don't, I don't know, know if he's got that many again. I don't know if thirty five thousand is considered a huge. You it's probably know, a medium sized hive, maybe. maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I. I I've got no frame of reference for this. Yeah, I've if got I no. start talking about it, I'm not. Be, you're you're not a bee up. farmer, like on the side. No, no, it's not. What's the I'm most at. agricultural thing you've ever done? I've, I mean, I've planted gardens and stuff. Gardens. Yeah. Ethan, what about you? Any agricultural stuff in your life? My sister went to an agricultural college. Oh, okay, that counts. Oh, there you go. Abac, go, you, go stallions. You've Come driven on. a John Deere Gator. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty. My mom pretty used aggy. to make me pull weeds. Pull weeds. Yep. I've done a lot of agricultural type stuff. I was that's, about, that's about it. I, yeah, I'm not. I don't have a green thumb at all. I have gr- a really hard time keeping. My granddad alive. had like a pretty good sized garden when I was growing up, so we always used to help him in the garden. Yeah, did he grow crops? I mean, he grew like just like vegetables, vegetables like vegetables. just to, yeah. like, green beans, tomatoes, eggplants, oh, that awesome. kind of stuff. But y'all, the y'all can them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so. both uh, both of my parents they grew up in Alpharetta Milton back before all that development happened. So mm-hmm. back when it was like farms, and so they both both their grandparents had fields and and all that. So they kind of had a, a bad taste in their mouth from always working in the fields and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that my uncle and your dad went to high school together. Who's your uncle? At Milton High School. Uh, I mean, his name's Bill Brandon. Oh, okay. That's uh, but I'm yeah. pretty sure because you're because I remember. Your parents talking about going to a high school reunion, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, my my uncle just went to their high school reunion because I knew they'd gone to Milton. They they had both gone to Milton together, and my uncle's in like a, a cover band or something, and yeah. they played at that reunion. They were all there together. My my mom 
your parents and my uncle yeah. were all at that high school reunion. We're all connected. Oh, yep. nice. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, yeah. Burger King theory. My uh, my dad would have graduated in 1981, um, and my mom would have been in 88. That's probably oh. that was probably pretty close. Um, my mom was probably, yeah. I bet you. I bet you they crossed somewhere, cross yeah. paths somewhere, because yeah. they were all at the same reunion together. I don't think it was like a like a ten or fifteen year reunion. Right. I think it was just a gathering of people because, who went to that they, school. They because they, um, they tore down that old high school. Right. So the I think new, it was like a. The, like new, the new Milton thing. High School's on uh, Birmingham Highway now. Yeah, and it's massive too. It's yeah, humongous. It's, huge. it's like the Taj Mahal. You know, you made me think. I was sort of giggling on the side. You said your uncle's like Bill. Something was it? Bill Brandon. I thought you were about to say Bill Brasky <laughs> from the SNL. Uh, Bill Brasky. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought that was uh, Brasky's dad. You're Brasky. Oh, oh, hey, hey, what's up, Brasky? Shout out to Margo. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. <laughs> That, did we tell? I think I told that on the podcast. Wait, yeah, you did. Yeah, the told. prom, prom stories. Yeah. Anyways, ugh, we don't want to talk <laughs> about that. All right, gentlemen. We got about maybe like five or ten minutes left in this episode. And we talked about some really good stuff, I felt like. It was a great mm-hmm. episode. Let's, I always like to do this. We're about to start school. Mm. It's August. It's the season. It's the season of starting fresh. Usually people say January is a new start, new year, oh, new you, me. Yeah. But I feel like this is a really good season to start something. So what's something that you could think about August 1st, school? I guess August starts. School August starts 1st August. is school, the first day of school here. Yeah, in yeah. Kind of, yeah. So like, what's like something Thursday. that you think maybe this fall that you're going to try something new, that you're going to try to do some more sweet stuff in the world and not the bitterness, something that you're going to try to be more intentional. And I know it's put you all on the spot, but I feel like, Everybody here listening to the podcast, the GWB Nation, what's up, could challenge themselves to do something, to put more sweetness in the world, more life, more enjoyment, more love, more just positivity. I feel like that starts here. So where's something that y'all can think about? For for me, I'd probably say uh, to turn the other cheek. Because uh, me, oh. me and my uh, my group of buddies, like it, it's all in good fun, but you know, you know how guys are. Like we, we poke and tease and, and all that kind of stuff towards each other. And Rose, so instead Rose of culture. instead of instead of you know someone saying something and then me be like quick to like snap back, I could maybe just like laugh at it and just ride along with it instead of well, firing you, back. You, I will say this, Ethan. You know, Jake, Scott, and I, and other people from the youth group from back in the day, and pretty much everybody else in the pre- world. Pretty much in the world. Well, I was gonna say. We'll 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 joke with you and we'll cut little roast jabs at you. But you've always been kind of like, yeah. all right. Well, all right. and, and you know, doing pretty good at like rolling with not the punches, rolling with the punches. Yeah. And, and I hate to admit, uh, like admit this, but I mean, everyone acts different around like who they're around. So like, of course, I'm gonna act differently around y'all than I would like my close group of buddies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I mean, that's true. And you I shouldn't gotcha. act that way the same way about around everybody. Like, right. Just in general. Like, don't act the way that you act around your friends with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Jake, what are you feeling, man? Um, I was just thinking, um, <coughs> I noticed that just walking around with a smile on your face and trying to be approachable can can really help your interactions throughout the day, um, be it at a grocery store or while you're at work or um, just just trying to be positive and um, I think you can really affect the way um, somebody's day is going to be after they've had an interaction with you. Mm-hmm. If you just try to be as positive as you can, put a smile on your face, um, be helpful. Yeah, that's infectious. Yeah, can be. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Scott, here's, uh, a, here's that Sinkowitz wisdom. And more, more sweetness into the world. That's, that's difficult. Um. It's easier said than done, I guess. Absolutely. You don't have any Sinkowitz smarts for sweetness? Ooh, I like that alliteration, dude. <laughs> Sinkowitz smarts for sweetness. Sounds <laughs> like a campaign. The, yeah. the th- sweet, sassy thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's you, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's Ben's uh, Tinder bio. Swipe right. <laughs> sweet, sassy, and single. If you're bitter, swipe left. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think just uh, trying to put others first. I think that would be a, a good thing to start with. Mm. So a lot of times, I mean, I think like our default is failure. Also, I think our default is selfishness. And so absolutely, try to be intentional about putting other people first. That's a good one. I like all, all three of y'all 
solid. I think in my mind, you know, I generally give off this impression and this vibe of positive. At least I try to be a positive person. And but I don't know, not recently. This maybe last couple of months or so, it's been like stress sometimes can wear you down. Where like I don't know, we talked about an episode with stress, but stress for me sometimes gets me kind of in a, in a damper mood where I'm getting shorter, you know, like if I'm tired, I'm stressed. Instead of just being positive, I'm, I get quick to snap or maybe I'm just a little more bitter. And maybe I don't even say anything mean to someone, but in my head, I'm thinking some mean stuff or I'm getting bitter or, you know, I don't know what it is. That's a step in the right direction, I think, if you can <laughs> if you can hold your tongue. <laughs> oh, maybe that's a good thing then. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, if you if somebody says something and your first thought is this person's an idiot, but you don't say it, that's a, I think that's a good thing. Well, well then to be able to control I, your kudos thought. to me. I'm a pretty good person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess part of me wants to if that if that is a good step is work on just not even having yeah, not this, having like, that you know, thought. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like yeah. don't let it don't let it be a thought. Just go. Nah, all right, sweetness. Like you know, choose the life, choose the joy. And that, I think that's difficult because I, I think it's one thing to have the thought, and it's another thing to dwell on it. Because I, I think too. those thoughts come, and but if we capture those, toss them out, I think it's it's a little it's a different kind of thing. So, absolutely. All right. Any last last piece of advice? Things you want to get off your chest? Any updates you want to tell the world? Oh no, I was just gonna give Ethan a little advice. Uh, yeah, what's up, E? Go to class. Yeah, yeah. Quit going to the dining hall and spending all your swipes in the first two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Stretch that crap out. Don't sell your Switch for Chick-fil-A money. It's not <laughs> worth it. I think that was date money. Oh, I think you said it was Chick-fil-A money. Date was Chick-fil-A money. Ch- oh, <laughs> <laughs> you had a date with the Chick-fil-A. It was the, the Mo Chick, the Chick-fil-A cow. Like, hey, what's up? What you looking? You eyeballing me? The Chick-fil-A cow. Said Mo Chicken. No more switch. You know how it is. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I was talking about Ethan, like, looking at the Veldosta Co- Chick-fil-A cow. And, like, we coming, want you, on to, coming on to the night. chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want day you night. to be successful, and so I'm just telling you. Go. Just just live live your best life, man. And learn the three types of rocks. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't... It's irrelevant knowledge. Cumulonimbus is not one of those. <laughs> Uh, it's up uh, for debate. A cumulonimbus. <laughs> yeah, t- tomato, tomato, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Don't forget we're on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Follow us on Podbean, Apple. Leave us a five-star review. Please, we love it. It helps the channel out greatly. Be Look out for merch. we got some stickers in the production right now. we get some stickers. We're getting some T-shirts. We're super excited. Jake, Scott, Ethan, thank you all for being on the show. Yeah, it was fun. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And thank you for listening to The Real Life Buffalo. We'll see you next time.